Before I get started, I want to ask a favor. As you listen, if you like what you hear, would you sit down and write a review? If you want to discuss anything from this episode, or any other, you can reach out on the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook, or to at ChanceWhatmore5 on Twitter. Thanks. Murder hornets, earthquakes, Godzilla attacks, and alien invasions may have been on your 2020 bingo card. I can guarantee these were not. Welcome to the Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm Chance Whitmore. This is it. The first week of 2021. At times, it felt like 2020 would never end. And other times, it felt like the fastest year ever, as we dealt with change after change after change after change. You get the point. And while we were doing that on a personal level, there were some pretty cool things happening around the world. Now, as 2021 begins to unfurl before us, I thought it would be good to give a nod to just a few of the amazing non-pandemic-related things that happened in the last year. Now let's get started. Now for simplicity's sake, I'm keeping this to world events in some way. And the only criteria I used on selecting which things I was going to put in today is, I thought it was cool. Plain and simple. SpaceX has a fully functional manned vehicle in place now. The Dragon. Honestly, I'd be more excited if NASA could launch its own rockets. But the fact that in some way NASA is getting back on track with manned missions excites me. I realize at this point it's more of a space bus back and forth to the ISS. But the fact that it is slowly becoming an everyday event points to exciting things from the future. Because after all, how long did it take to go from barnstorming to airlines. And while my own space launch is decades away still, it doesn't prevent me from enjoying this moment. In February, we learned that Mars has Mars quakes, and we have data on 450 of them. I'm a little disappointed that we didn't go with airy shakes instead of Mars quakes to describe this, It is generating a tremendous amount of data as we seek to understand our neighbor. It is important to note that these really aren't like earthquakes because the slippage of tectonic plates is not a thing on Mars. But instead, it's more like a moonquake, which could be pointing towards the crust being a little more broken up than we first thought. This extension of our knowledge puts us one step closer to manned missions there sometime in the future. At least I hope so. Or perhaps it's an acknowledgement that Quaid is lighting up the reactor. And yes, I'm giving bonus points to anybody who recognizes that reference, because it is an old one. Quantum computing. Apparently there's a quantum computing arms race going on as breakthrough after breakthrough comes forward. It's extremely complex I'd suggest you just grab an article and read about it. The math is way above my head. But what is cool about it is it's going to transform the way computers work and the speed will be absolutely unimaginable. And from the land of archaeology, there has been a discovery out of Peru 
that Stone Age hunter-gatherers were of both genders. In a discovery that's changing the theory of how hunter and gatherer societies worked, which is to say, moving away to gender roles being well-defined, archaeologists discovered the graves of female big-game hunters in the Andes. Further research proved it wasn't an outlier or singleton, but just short of 50% of the hunter graves examined were actually female. Which is just one more thing I'll point out to my daughters when explaining that inequality of opportunity seems to be a cultural construct. There are hints of possible life on Venus. Speaking of our own neighborhood, I grew up reading 50s science fiction in the 1980s, where strange alien creatures existed in the jungles of Venus. The short story, I guess it would actually qualify as a novella, Crash by Night comes to mind as one of my favorites. Obviously, we knew nothing of Venus at the time, but it made me grin to learn they had discovered phosphine in the upper atmosphere of Venus. It could mean nothing, as there are other ways that you can generate this chemical, but it's an interesting marker, and makes me think of all those possibilities again. CRISPR was used to edit human genes for the first time. CRISPR was used in a clinical trial where gene therapy wouldn't do anything. Scientists used it to cut impacted genes out of the DNA strand and allow the DNA strand to fix itself, which it eventually did in about 50% of the cases. The idea was if it worked, they would be able to see again. And the DNA did this about 50% of the time, which was more than enough to restore sight to those who were impacted by it. And personally, I want my eyes edited to the point where I don't need glasses anymore, but that can wait. Back to archaeology. In Italy, they discovered an ancient Roman city without digging, Ferriel Novi. They used ground-penetrating radar. They didn't dig up the modern town that covers it. It allowed scientists to see how the town changed up until its abandonment in the Middle Ages. This is just all kinds of cool for opportunities in archaeology going forward. I want to know more about the mound builders in North America. I want to know more about the Aztecs. I want to know more about the Mayans, the Incas. And this sounds like a heck of a way to do it. And moving on to Pompeii, they discovered that people were probably baked rather than vaporized, as we believed for a long time. It's a cool discovery, but it's one I could have done without. In other words, they succumbed to poison gas and therefore had time to suffer before they cooked. Add that finding to the food detritus and other details about their lives, thanks to new and improved techniques and tools in the archaeology world. And you've got a heck of a series of discoveries about a place that we've been learning about for decades, which is cool by itself. But I personally preferred the explanation of vaporization. I spent a good chunk of my growing up years living on the edge of the Yellowstone supervolcano. And if that thing had gone, I just didn't want to even know it had happened. <laughs> In Egypt, a hundred painted sarcophagi were discovered. And it shows, despite the more grave robbery approach to research that was done over a century ago, how much we can still find 
and how much there is still to learn. And hell, all of it's staying in Egypt instead of being shipped around the world. Or, as we did early on, fuel locomotives with them, make medication out of mummies, make makeup out of mummies, make paint, and a whole lot of other things that don't seem appropriate by modern standards. So it's cool those discoveries continue despite our ancestors doing some fairly interesting things. Come to think of it, the treatment of mummies should have ended up in the the We've Always Been Screwed Up episode from a few months ago. And a final cool thing. Tools discovered in Mexico show human habitation, the New World, at 30,000 years ago. Which means they sailed, not walking across the land bridge. Which should make us change our history books once again. And goes to show, our ancestors were a hell of a lot more creative than we often give them credit for. Last week I asked you to share the good that came out of 2020 for you. And we had several takers on this. First off, we had Ray of the Not Before Coffee podcast who said, Started my podcast, meeting a load of people, and finally realizing I love working from home way more than working in an office full of noisy people. It's an outstanding list. The Odd Pod said his Bitcoin did tremendously well for him this year. I'm impressed. I've never played with cryptocurrency, but... I, any investment going up is a good thing at this point. And finally, Tennille said, loads of road trips to explore the state. I 100% agree. Thank you guys for sharing. Worth mentioning, I don't necessarily want to review Wonder Woman 1984. I enjoyed it, though admittedly it ha- does have flaws. Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord was not one of them. He plays a quintessential 1980s villain with the Gordon Gecko-like focus on success and enough pathos you can feel sorry for him as his world falls apart. It is definitely worth checking out. That's it for this week's edition of Strive, Seek, Find. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. If you want to discuss this episode or any other, reach out. You can reach me at ChanceWhitmore5 on Twitter. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant future. Welcome 2021.